Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Mula po sa Quezon City, ako si Robbie Alampay, Puma Podcast. We have the latest poverty statistics for Filipinos. There's some good news and some bad news. An SWS survey reaffirms and strengthens a long-prevailing sentiment among Filipinos. Distrust of China remains high and rising. It has been three months since the DFA said that our passport data may have been compromised. We have an update on that from the National Privacy Commission. And... If you are familiar with that sound, that command, then you're of an older generation of Filipinos who went through ROTC programs in high school and or college. But if you don't know what that was, and if you are still in high school, there is a chance you will be introduced to and following military drills soon enough. Attention! ROTC may be returning to schools, maybe not this year, but soon. Yan po ang headlines. Ako po si Robbie Alampay, Puma Podcast. In the first half of 2018, 16 out of 100 Filipino families were surveyed as poor. That is according to the Philippine Statistics Authority. To be rated as poor here means to have incomes below what government says households need at minimum to buy basic food and non-food needs. Here is PSA Assistant Secretary Josie Perez explaining where that line is currently drawn. In the first semester of 2018, a family of five needed at least 10,481 pesos on average to meet both basic food and non-food needs in a month. That means that 16 out of 100 Filipino families in 2018 were living on less than 350 pesos a day. Perez again. The number of poor Filipino families in the first semester of 2018 is estimated at 4 million. Sa lagay na yan, nag-improve na ang poverty incidence compared to the same period in 2015 when there were an estimated 5 million poor Filipino families. The PSA stresses that poverty has in fact declined by more than 27% in the last three years. Unfortunately, that still means 6 out of every 100 families could not even afford their basic food needs. The PSA says a family of five needs about 7,500 pesos a month to meet their basic food needs, but that amount varies depending on where you live. In Metro Manila, a family of five needs close to 12,000 a month to meet their minimum basic food needs and non-food needs. In the poorer 
Mimaropa region, on the other hand, a household would need at least 9,500 pesos. Not surprisingly, there is also a disparity in poverty distribution between regions. Poverty incidence in NCR is about 5%. In Muslim Mindanao, the poverty rate is 55%. That was from a protest staged on Araw ng Kagitingan, the clip of which was uploaded by senatorial candidate Chel Jokno on Facebook. On Araw ng Kagitingan, Jokno joined other opposition Senate aspirants in a protest in front of the Chinese embassy in Makati City. The protests triggered anew by Chinese activities in disputed areas in and around the West Philippine Sea and the positioning of oppositionists on the issue should come as no surprise. The latest SWS survey suggests that almost half of all Filipinos are suspicious of Chinese actions and there remains a high level of distrust towards Beijing. That has been the story since SWS began gauging public opinion towards China in 1993. Remember this? Maybe some of you do remember, maybe some of you don't. For those who entered high school before the turn of the century, however, these sounds bring vivid memories. Memories of marching under the sun, getting barked at, doing push-ups, and taking in military lessons. For governments and proponents, ROTC, that's the Reserve Officer Training Corps, not only trains reservists for our military, it also inculcates discipline and a sense of patriotism. For critics, however, they were a waste of time and a practice from a bygone era. Their arguments, there are other ways to instill love for country and to make our country strong. ROTC at times called CAT or CMT, has not been required in high schools and colleges for a couple of decades now. There has never been a shortage of proponents for its return, however, that in the past few years, the prospect has become more real. Senator Sherwin Gachalian says ROTC's return may in fact be coming soon. Not in time for the next school year, however, here is Senator Gachalian speaking to Signal TV's One News Channel. Hindi na ito mapapatupad this coming school year 2019-2020. So kung ang time, kung titignan natin ang timing, pagpasok ko ng 18 Congress, pag na-approban ito within 18 Congress of this year, malamang school year 2020 na ho ito may After the elections, a new Congress, Gachalian says, will be further along in pushing for ROTC's return perhaps by school year 2020, and most likely with a pilot test in 100 public and private schools to start.
Three months after Filipinos' passport data became inaccessible to the Department of Foreign Affairs, the National Privacy Commission continues to investigate what exactly happened. You'll recall concern, sounded by the DFA no less, that government had mishandled access to and security for Filipinos' otherwise private passport data. The issue involves, among others, French company Obertour, which was contracted by the Arroyo administration to manage data for machine-readable electronic passports. Then there is the Asia Productivity Organization Production Unit, or APO, a government-accredited printing office. It replaced Obertour in 2015. APO then engaged the United Graphic Expression Corporation for the production of new passports. Somewhere along that line, passport data, citizen-sensitive information were allegedly held hostage by the organizations mentioned and even perhaps taken. But did government in fact ever lose control or security over the data? On the one hand, it seems the answer is not necessarily. Here is NPC Commissioner Raymond Liboro in an interview over RTVM. Sabi nga, ang i-ensure natin dito nga, end-to-end, no? Na walang ba tayo ng control? Hmm. Kasi napunta ba yan sa deautorizado? No, again, hindi ko pinangungunahan na magiging kalalabasan ng investigasyon na ito, no? At, at any point, nag-surrender ba tayo ng control? Or kasama nga ba doon sa naging kontrata na kapag meron silang problema, eh malalaki ito. Pero hindi nangangahulugan, ika nga na napunta sa ibang kamay at magagamit ito. So, then again, ito yung sinasabi natin, no? ng mga detalye at mga bagay na kailangan natin maresolba. On the other hand, Liboro says, they are still at that point where they are still trying to clarify the facts. Still, Liboro says, the results of the investigation may at the very least point to improvements that need to be made in contracts that cover the government's business transactions. At yan po ang Puma Podcast. For the latest episodes, subscribe on Spotify, Anchor, Stitcher, or wherever you get your podcasts. Don't forget to follow us, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, Puma Podcast. Maraming salamat po. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started.